without Josh. Isn't it great? Oh man, there is always hope. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome back for another installment of Words the podcast. I am Darren. Hey, it's Buck over here. I'm Josh himself. Every day. So, what's new with you guys since last we congregated to record? <laughs> Well, my wife is home, so that's good. She was gone for a month and a half. Nice. Don't know how long she'll be home for. How'd it go? With her being home? The rela- yeah, was the it relations. Odd? It was a delightful reunion. So many relations. Uh, yeah, it was good. The kids were happy to see her. Got I believe it's also the, called coitus. I pretty much. So she was up super early to catch the plane. She landed in Philly uh, at like uh, 7.15. So she was up super early to get on the plane in Ohio before she came out here. And uh, so she was exhausted. And then we had two. Ba- I had a softball game for one of my kids and a t-ball for the other at the exact same time. <clears throat> so pretty much as soon as we got home, I was like, "All right, you take those kids. I'll take these kids. Uh, we'll see you." So she she sent me a, a little message that she fell asleep at the t-ball game. As long as she didn't <laughs> fall off the bleachers or something. Uh, she was she was in a like a we, we bring our own chairs. We're, we're too good for bleachers. We're so wealthy. <laughs> you, got, you got a trailer. You got a trailer. You're hauling around a lazy boy with. Yeah, it's not even like a normal folding chair. You're wheeling up a whole recliner. <laughs> it's the front seats out of like a '75 El Camino. <laughs> Don't you knock those? Those are the best. Like the whole front bench seat that when you try to move, the whole bench slides as one. Those are the best. When we were deployed, we made a. We made a. This was way back before wood was expensive. Uh, we made a like a t- a three tiered platform and put old uh, vehicle seats, old jerv seats, and we made like a uh, stadium a, seating, like stadium yeah. seating for our forty two inch flat screen TV, which was massive at the time. <laughs> That's what she said. It was pretty good. Had surround sound and everything. It was fun. All forty two inches. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Did you have like a nice covered area? You did that too. Or, uh, that part or was, was actually just- inside. Okay. Yeah, don't get shot at while you're watching a movie. It was kind of a day room sort of type thing it's not what it was meant to be it's where we stored our robots and there was room to there's always room to have fun in any shop you gotta keep that shit in a lock and key everybody knows what robots do Mm -hmm. yeah um i pressure washed my deck (laughs) everybody wants a clean deck say that right yeah i did did you also play with your walls (laughs) (laughs) No, but I wish I did. <laughs> wow. Hey, Josh, I noticed that on Facebook, your, I believe it's your stepdad shared. Uh, so I put out our podcast. I, I shared the Spotify link and he reshared it. I'm pretty sure it's your stepdad. Yeah, he loved that uh, episode, by the way. I don't remember which one it was. It was uh, the, the conspiracy one? theory one. Oh, conspiracy He loved that one like to start him. with. And then he did love the medical one, too, because I called him and told him how much I made fun of Tome uh-huh. or Tone. Sorry, I'm going to get it. I've been practicing. I have, but clearly I get you it. have. I am. I keep telling everybody. It's like, yeah, it's this guy. Do it with. It's Tome. No, Tone. Yeah, I'll get it. Yeah, I told about it. So he listened to it and he's my mom said he was laughing like six hours later. So he just sit there and do something. Like, <laughs> oh, those guys. Yeah. Those rascals. And then uh, Jacob Ol- Olson, mm-hmm. thank you very much for listening. Uh, he's the one that we talked to a little bit. Mm-hmm. He did download it, listened to it, and he said it was good. Loved it. Just some dude shooting the shit. Thought it was great. 
No feedback, though. Isn't that feedback what you just said? Yeah, that sounded like feedback. Uh, he's, <laughs> that was a quote for him, not me. <laughs> he said it see, was great. Just some guy shooting the shit. But see, no how is all this like my statements? Like I read exact <laughs> quotes out of a magazine. You're like, really? That's what you think? <laughs> no, you- it's in words in the article I just read. How is it? like the conspiracy theories? Yeah, you really believe in lizard people? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't make up this conspiracy theory. I just read it. Thinking, wow, this is weird and fun we can talk about. And instead, it's mine. I'm like the Mel Gibson from the movie Conspiracy Theory. I did listen to a a relatively new podcast earlier this week. Uh, What's your thoughts? And it's kind of like us three dudes, uh, but they're British or from the UK. The British. Yeah. So even if they're. Are they British or from the UK? Make about as much sense as Josh. They sound smarter. They can be both of those things. Oh, yeah. Is it because they say A after everything? Yes. Yeah. What do you think of that, A? Eh? <laughs> that's British, right? <laughs> I used to have this. Oh, that's British Columbia. I used to have this My British bad. friend when I worked in Arizona. And uh, I, I left work. I, I went to a different city and I came back like two years later. We ran into each other and he said, Well, shit in a bag and punch it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, it's nice to see you too, man. <laughs> <laughs> we were when I went to the, the That's weird as hell. Yeah. Why did you bring that up last time? Our cloakiaisms? Because that just came up organically when we were discussing didn't the British to, folks. Yeah, didn't have to force it. If, if it, or, or if it pops person. in your head, you just say it. it's organic. It's how it goes. By the way, do you know the difference between a British person and someone from the UK, Josh? Uh where they live. Great Duh. Britain is part of the UK. So UK would encompass that. So like we have a neighbor, actually, he lives two doors down. He's Welsh and he does not like to be called British, but he's cool with being UK-ish. UK-ish. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> then? What are you if you're from the UK? Uh, United Kingdom. <laughs> Nailed it. No, I was, I'm curious. It's English, like uh, it's like when you're from uh, Finland. That reminds me of uh, replacements. Like Remember that movie, The Replacements? Yeah. A bloody Welsh. Yeah. Forgive me if that accent was off. Yeah. Spot on. My kids love talking to that guy. They're like, oh, he's off. So we, we uh, gave him uh, my my family every Christmas. We make uh, little Christmas train scenes out of candy bars and all, and frosting on boards and like little animals, like little, the little circus animal cookies and stuff like that. And we took them one down because, you know, they, they helped us actually make some grape juice long story won't go into that but uh the guy he was really really nice and then when he went over to to the uk when he came back he brought us all sorts of chocolate from the actual original cadbury factory which was pretty cool awesome my kids loved it these are eggs with not that stupid american cream crap in it he didn't bring any eggs oh just chocolate well the eggs are chocolate aren't they yeah but it was just like cream chocolate they look i've never had one because they look horrendous you uh, mentioned that way to be podcast. judgmental. Uh, no problem. No <laughs> problem. Don't judge an egg by its shell, Josh. I think that's exactly what you should do. Is there a hole in it? Don't take that one. Oh, speaking of eggs, hilarious. My daughter, Safira, uh, she was making some cake pops one day, and my wife was upstairs asleep. This was a couple months ago. She she decided to take an egg. 
actually three eggs and she dipped them in chocolate and put sprinkles on the outside of them and stuff and gave it to my <laughs> wife who bit into it. She was like, Hey mom, try this. My wife totally bit into an egg and was, oh, oh, while she was laying in bed. <laughs> it's hilarious. I'm uh, sure your wife thought it was hilarious. Uh, she did think it was funny at the time. She thought it was disgusting, but, but was like later was like, Hey, go give that other one to that guy over there. <laughs> so one of our friends came to visit and my wife was coaxing him into who he should give it to. Or she should give it to. Did I ever tell you guys? I don't know if we talked about. You probably it here, did. With Jason wanting to prank his brothers with uh, Airdo. Mm, I don't even know what Airdo is. It's like Play Doh, but it's just air. airier. So, and he put it in his nose. I didn't tell you guys that. No. All right, so I love the idea he was going with. I applauded the effort. He was going to put it in his nose and then come out and sneeze in front of his brothers and be like, "Oh my god, my brains!" or something like that. Get stuck in his nose. He didn't realize how much he had put in there. He's like, that's not enough. So he kept doing it. And it was like behind his eye or something like that. It was way up there. So he comes upstairs and it's like, you could see something was wrong. He was nervous. He didn't want to say it, though, because he thought he'd get in trouble. It's like, dude, what's going on? His eyes are all watering. He's like, nothing. <laughs> but he just sat there and stared at us because it's like, dude, come on. Something's wrong. What is it? He's like, I put air dough in my nose. I was like, all right, uh, let's I'll have you blow your nose. Come here. We'll help you get it out. So he's like, all right. So he blows his nose and oh my God, so much came out, but not all of it. Like, <laughs> I want to say it was a fistful he had in there because oh he just, gosh. he just rolled it up into little snakes and just like fed that junk in there. So, uh, doing the appropriate, you know, parenting thing, Google, <laughs> it's like, how do I fix this medical issue? Cause I'm not a nurse practitioner. Air that- compressor. I feel like <laughs> that's how you, that's how you, that's how you dislocate an eye. <laughs> so apparently, you blow in their mouth. Air compressor. Yeah, I think that's, I was right. I think that's too much. You can adjust. I don't think you can pressure. adjust the psi down to just me blowing. I'm guessing. I don't know. You blow pretty hard. I'm guessing you have to make some type of seal. You can't just <laughs> yeah. open no. up. So so I I did. Uh, I was like, we read this. Like, all right, if you. If you blow into his mouth, the the way it works, like I guess if it's you have shoot that all over your cheeks, man. So, <laughs> thought this all out. Thank you very much. So I'm like, dude, this is gonna be weird as hell. I'm like, but you ready? We're gonna get this out. He's like, okay. So I put a tissue on my cheek. I was ready for it. Plugged one of his nostrils and blew, and it freaking worked. It was so weird. I'm like, wow, that's weird, isn't it, dude? Because I have to put my mouth over his whole mouth too. He goes, that's so weird. I'm like, how's that side feel? He goes, so much better. I'm like, all right, let's do the other side now. And I don't even know how much this was in there. And it was pink. So it was really hard to tell. I'm like, all right, is this is this air dough? Are you bleeding? Where are we at with this situation? I'm using a flashlight looking up there. And there was so much. Like, I was impressed. The uh, dedication to the joke, A, the amount he was able to put into his nose, B, and then the last thing was just the fact he came up with this just to prank his brother's. I told him, like, that was great. Just don't put anything in your body again. I see his execution was equal to that of his father on most tasks. <laughs> Did you hear that? Silence. And Darren laughed. It was it, golden. Because he also understood. Yes. <laughs> well, if anybody's listened to anything up to this point. But no, it was pretty cool. And it was really weird for me to reverse baby bird that shit, I guess. I don't know what that was called, but... Hey, saved us an ER visit. Mm-hmm. There was one. I think it was it was him when he was little, uh, like one of those little sticky eyeballs you get off. You could put on things to that rattle around. Mm-hmm. 
one of my kids ended up sticking one to the roof of their mouth. And it was there. No idea how long. Um, when we finally realized it, because it you don't really stare at the inside of the top of your kid's mouth. Or pay attention to their crying and wailing. Oh, there was no crying. It was on there. <laughs> it was probably on there for weeks. Had no idea. Like, we noticed it one day. It's like, what the hell is that? So we took him to the doctor. And they're like, oh, my God, what is that? Because the skin had started to, like, grow over it or something. It was really weird. So he got out. He's like, oh, it's a googly eye. That's weird. It's like, oh, all right. I guess that's. So after that, yeah, we had to pay a lot more attention to what our kids put inside them. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And I have a fun story right along the lines with what our subject is today, but I'll wait until that happens organically. Thank you. Hey, I was guess wondering what? if I could get to the start of what brought us here today. No, I, I keep going. It was Mowage. Mowage? Mowage is what brings us together. <laughs> wow. The swamp of freakishly large rats. I can't remember. So, rodents of unusual sizes. That's it. Idiot. I was close. <laughs> We're going to talk about some phobias today. Everybody's afraid of something. So, we have a little list of phobias. What about you, Buck? What are you phobia-ish about? Uh, you I can't verb that. I just did. Nope. I beg to differ. That's terrible. It's not a word, says the guy that doesn't know words. I think it, when you do it that way, it's it changes pronunciation a little bit. It's phobiaish. <laughs> Is it like phlebotomist? Kind of. Uh, I think my only real fear that I have my real phobia is of heights, but not all heights. Like I'm fine in an airplane. I'm fine on top of like, I went on top of the empire state building. I'm good there on top of old smoky. Uh, all covered with cheese. Yeah. Yeah. But like a tightrope. Uh, probably not. Yeah, a fan. Yeah, I'm not cool. Tightrope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to balance a chair on a wire between or, two skyscrapers or anything that's like that, that has too much sway in it when you're on it, you know, like, Oh, Democrats. <laughs> all right so Don't like exposed heights so yeah yes something like that i mean long, i could i could climb a tower as long as the tower won't sway in the wind but if it starts to sway in the wind that terrifies me uh, see I'm, I'm close to the same it's anything that i can't have my hands on so if i'm able i can climb anything high as long as i can hold on to something because mm-hmm. i the illusion of safety from me being able to hold myself in any position during any circumstance you know a tornado comes through I'm going to win because I'm holding on to something. Obviously, you'll hang on to a a bar in the middle of an open field and somehow with a le- with a leather. I'll use a leather belt. I saw that in a movie once. So wrap that around the bar in my it's hand. A tornado, quick! Everyone, yeah. grab this bar in the middle. Don't worry, of it won't field. just be my hand left behind. Like wind can suck your arm off. Damn! It took a cow. <laughs> yep, I'm good though. And the truck, yeah. a tanker truck, mm-hmm. but but not me holding on to a bar in the middle of an open field. <laughs> I wonder if you could actually do that. I mean, because you're able to lay in a ditch as long as it's deep enough and it won't it won't grab you. I mean, I think if the tornado goes over the top, you still will. It just protects you slightly more. Ditches are like the condoms for tornadoes. Is that what it is? Kind of, yeah. So yeah. they're only 99.97% effective. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than pulling out. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah, I think that's my only phobia. I, so I would never jump out of an airplane. I would never consider bungee jumping. Um, even those, I, I one time went on one of those, uh, big swing things where they drop you down by far the most terrifying thing I've ever done. Won't ever do that again. So I guess the question is, is it 
the height and just being up there and looking down, it's like, oh my God, I'm really high. This is terrifying. Or is it the fact that you might fall? Not that you'll die or anything like that, but you'd fall is what scares you. Uh, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to fall. Well, so that, well, that would be I don't mind falling. I don't mind stopping abruptly at the end of the fall. You don't mind that either? Cause that's what you I said. Yeah. Sorry. I, <laughs> I don't mind dying either way. It'd this glass was full before you guys got here. Well, the, even while I don't mind here. any part of it except for that first step after that, it's cool. My dad always used to say when he'd point out like a splattered bug on the windshield, you know, it was the last thing that went through that bug's mind. It's butt. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that to me. <laughs> People are like, ah, you know what happened to him? You know, it was the last thing that went through his mind. That wants to be my butt. That's a huge butt. <laughs> it, was, it was his face depending on how he hit. Yeah. But no, I'm curious. Like, I don't know if you go through that. Is that a fear of heights then? That or is that a fear of acrophobia, which is a fear of heights. Okay. But is there a fear of the falling from heights? Because I feel like that's slightly different. It's like phobia. I don't think that's fancy enough. Like mine, I'm not afraid of being in the ocean. I can be in the ocean. I can swim in deep water or whatnot. But as soon as the water gets dark and you can't really see what's underneath you, I freak the fuck out. Like, nope, nope, nope. I'm out. There it is. Deep water. 17. So you're afraid of deep water. Not deep water. Dark water. Dark water. Because I've snorkeled with this gentleman here to my right. Not you, Buck. The other one. Mm-hmm. Um, on to your right. Stage yeah. right. Yeah, but nobody could see that. So I had to say it. <laughs> um, so that way everybody knew our orientation. Um, I'm straight. <laughs> well played sir so and we went out and it, it wasn't even that deep where where we where that drop off was to start with but it got immediately dark so darren's out there swimming and i guess i would be it would be called open water he was playing bait and expected me to save him from giant monsters i guess i don't know and i'm like no. cracking i'm like good luck i'm going back to where i scrape my stomach on the ground so but i'm like no it was too much, but I went snorkeling in like 40-foot deep water. You could see the bottom. I'm out there doing whatever. Shark would be out there. I got stalked by some eagle rays. I don't know if they would actually do anything. They were probably pretty curious about what the hell this dude was doing out there. But didn't bother me. I was just like, don't Steve Irwin me. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, so. Is there different? You went through the list. I'm looking, is there I didn't go through every one of these. There's well, no, no. One. I meant in general. Is there like different classifications for how specific it is? Or the well, phobia like is just the, really general? The, the fear of darkness, like acluophobia, but there's also one of fear of night, which is weird. Mm. Um, like, is that like being outside at night? Did you click so the hyperlink like or is there page, no page two? There's no page, see? I know. there's pro- there's hype. I see there's blue ones. You didn't um, click them to get more information? I like this one. Anthrophobia. Fear of flowers. Oh, man, they're terrifying. I don't even understand who would be afraid of a Or I've actually seen it. It depends on the flower, I imagine. Like a giant, like um, from. Oh, my gosh, that's a thistle. Ah! Venus flytrap. No, I'm thinking the. uh, Feed me. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, no, I was trying to think of the movie. Little Shop of Horrors. That's it. Little Shop of Horrors. But something like that. The Steve I'd Martin be, one or the original? Both. They Not Steve John. Martin. It was uh, Rick Moranis. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I was right. Like this one. I don't even think this phobia should exist because I think it's just a normal human condition, which is Gay. a fear of pain. Yeah. that Which is algophobia. No, I don't think that's true. I don't care a for fear pain, of, but I don't fear it. Yeah. A fear of pain would be... Maybe a phobia is based around the idea of avoiding things at all costs that could cause your... I try to avoid pain. Well, phobia, well, phobia means but, a fear of, right? Yes, no, but... So, 
you're going to go get in your car. You would do that normally. Could you stub your toe on the way? Yes. So as far as the phobia goes, phobia? you wouldn't walk to your car because of that. No, you would stay inside. That's called agoraphobia. No, no, no. It's the fact that you wouldn't want to expose yourself to that, just like agoraphobia. Actually, agoraphobia is a fear of open spaces and crowds. Yes. We knew that. Thank you, Darren, for adding that intellectual What's statement your point, to Josh? it. Yeah, because no. you said you wouldn't go to your car. That's agoraphobia. No, no. Not I don't the, think that's not agoraphobia. That the fact that you would. But you said that's what it was. It wasn't the fact you went outside to go to your car. It's the fact that you could be exposed to the pain the of something happening. So tubophobia. So yeah, and you don't want to be so exposing you would avoid yourself. It. Yeah. Well, nobody wants me to actually. But no, I'm just curious if you found anything like that where it's because like night versus darkness. Darkness is just all right. Somebody didn't give me a nightlight. I'm terrified. Or maybe you have a maxophobia, which is a fear of cars. I was gonna oh. Fear just, of riding in a car. I'm sorry. Just, just the fear of riding in a Nissan Maxima. Yeah. <laughs> it's that one car. <laughs> no, you can't make me get in. I, I don't like care is, what its safety it's, rating is. It's probably named after some dude. I'm like, ah, oh, great. Another Maxophobist. Yeah. Did you know that androphobia is fear of men? I didn't. I'm afraid of their penises. You know, I know that there are some people that have irrational fears. I wonder if, I mean, I, I think that they would still be phobic of uh, whatever. So but, I have to, I have to pause you. Uh-huh. What's an irrational fear? Like oh. a fear of balloons. Um, that That's would be completely a irrational or a fear of flowers. That is completely irrational. You it cannot know, be justified or I don't have to know their life to reasoned. realize that that is. Un- but that's the other thing. Justified. Like, like you say phobia and I'm like, all right, somebody's adverse to spiders. Adverse or averse. Uh, well, is there adversary? Well, I don't think there's. Ah, I, don't I think will that, get you, spider. Well, averse, I think, is like a song. So I don't think there's there a song. Second averse. I don't think there was line uh, in the, the song to spiders. <laughs> Arachnus no. deathicus. Oh, my God. That's the worst kind. But no. So you could dike. All right. There's a spider. I'm Did not going to. say you could dike? Well, you can, I guess. Dykophobia. <laughs> it's afraid of things that stop water? Yes. But no. So the idea. All right. You have, you're going to avoid a spider. They freak me out, whatever. Arachnophobia, I feel like, again, oh my God, a spider. I just peed a whole lot, not a little bit because I saw one, and now I might die from a panic attack. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, where's the phobia side start versus just, oh my God, I'm scared? Well, that's a good question, isn't it? I mean, how many people have been labeled. So the, I think the most common phobia that is spoken about is most likely homophobia, at least in my life, the stuff, the conversations I've heard. However, that you're I homophobic. No, but I have never actually met anyone, not one person who I would say is afraid of gay people yet. I've known several that disliked them. Well, so, and that's not in my mind phobic. So I guess it depends on what the person labels themselves as, as what the people around themselves around them labels them as as well. So right? if they say so I'm agoraphobic, then they're agoraphobic, but they're playing putt putt with you. It's like that's not true, you piece of crap. But oh yeah, it is. I said it was. I feel like phobias may have increased in the last few years, or the use of yes hypersensitivity to one side or the other. Yeah. So let's hear what phobias do I have? Oh, here's a good one. I'm going to hope I pronounce this right. You're yeah. not going to. Arachibuterophobia? Oh, it's a, it's, a, it's a phobia of inhalers. No, oh. it's a fear of peanut butter. 
Mm. Well, I imagine you would have that if you've eaten a peanut butter sandwich and nearly died. <laughs> if you've gone into anaphylactic shock. Yeah. I could see where that oh comes from. Oh, my gosh. From. Get that peanut butter away from me. Yeah. But again, is it? But why would it not be peanuts? Why only peanut butter? Sticks to the roof of your mouth. They've never it's been exposed to peanuts. Horrifying. Like there's a whole bunch of oh dogs. My God. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> Saya has had like stuck to the roof of his mouth and all you hear is. <laughs> so I absolutely uh, like bananas when they get too ripe. They really they get mush and they stick to the roof of your mouth a little bit. I refuse to eat it because I hate that. It's like, nope. So you I have a care. black banana phobia. How ripe do you think these bananas were before I ate them? That's like that's like borderline rotting. That's banana, banana bread. bread. Thank yeah. you. I've never eaten banana bread pre-bread. Just the banana? <laughs> yeah. I believe you probably have, actually. <laughs> mm, I love green banana bread. Mm. Oh, my God. I tried one the other day. The wife bought them, and I'm like, all right, well, I need a banana because I, I have to eat one every day. It satisfies my needs. Uh, I take it in, and it is not like on the verge of yellow at all. I've never had a banana this green before. I was like, oh, whatever. I've never done it. So I peel it, bite into it, and it crunches. That's disgusting. I'm like, <laughs> That's oh, way too green, dude. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, Ted's in the office just staring at me. He's like, yeah, I was going to tell you that probably wasn't going to be good. I'm like, oh, I had no idea. This is what it was like when they were this green. So let's not eat that one. That was the quickest ever tree to market in history. <laughs> oh, my God. I know, right? Like, cause it, was this in Thailand? No, it was, it was like two weeks ago. The wife picked them up, and they sat on the counter for a week and were still that green. Were they plantains? No, they I weren't. I feel like they might have been plantains. I asked this. Ted asked me the same thing. I'm like, no, the sticker says banana on it. They so. might have labeled it incorrectly. Yeah, but so that it must be true. Do plantains crunch you when know, you bite into them? Those produce workers are known for their attention to detail. Yeah, they have a lot of productivity. They are significantly harder. Plantains are. Are they? I, even, no idea. I might have bitten to a plantain, but it a, was disgusting. Even a completely ripe plantain versus a completely ripe banana, the banana is still going to be a lot smushier. Okay. Like smushier. how smush. Smushy ears. That's not a word, is it? It's mush or smush? Squish. That's Squishier. not one of the choices here, Darren. Smush. It's a combination. You can yeah. squish it into mush. It's smushy. Oh, it's like <laughs> gigantism? <laughs> yes. That's a Josh, common. I have a phobia here. A phobia? A phobia. Is that like a Furby? <laughs> I have a phobia. That I am oh, 100% certain you have never suffered from. Probably. Is there a phobia? Talking to too f- much. Is there a phobia to Furbies in there? Because those no. are creepy ass freaking. Don't little. try to change the subject here. Wait, I don't even know what your subject is yet. I was trying to tell you when again. What? Yeah, but I wanted to know if there's one to Furbies because they linguophobia. Linguophobia. Oh, is that a fear of langoneers? A telephobia, which is a fear of imperfection. <laughs> yeah, telephobia. Huh? Yeah, I live a my telephobia. I live my life trying to be imperfect. So. I just a tachyphobia, which is a fear of failure. So I would have guessed a fear of heart monitors. Mm, I have a daughter who has tremendous anxiety of, of failing. I don't know if she has a fear of it. I don't know if it's a phobia, but she has tremendous anxiety about that makes sense. Not performing adequately. A tachyphobia, a tachycardia, a heart attack. Yeah, the fear of failing would cause a panic. I'm trying to guess where the hell this saying these names come from. It's probably French. Maybe we're just interpreting wrong. Maybe it's just at face value. It's fear of being attacked. It's actually a tachophobia. <laughs> it's a French oh, only, word, dude. Only attacked from, by the French. <laughs> yeah. That's why they don't win much. So we're moving on to the letter B in phobias. Ooh, I could guess some of those. Bearophobia, which is the fear, fear of bears. Gravity. Whoever named these is stupid. 
probably has. I a find gravity fruit. attractive. <laughs> well, again, <laughs> you see what I did there? That's dumb. It's a gravity joke. Yeah, I got it. So again, I go back to: is it the fact you're being held down is scary, or the fact yeah. that you might slip from something you're else you're scared of, like a hot air balloon? <laughs> you slip from a hot air balloon. That? How do you slip I would from a hot air balloon? They didn't bring plantains. They brought straight up mush bananas. Just cushion your fall. Yeah, except it was on the squishing your phone. It fell out of the picnic <laughs> basket in the bottom of the yeah. balloon basket, and oh, that's too many baskets. That's a conundrum of baskets. Basket with, but no. So I'm standing here. Gravity's holding me down. So you just freak the hell out, or is it? I tripped, and as I fell, I was terrified that I was falling because gravity. Gravity's not just a suggestion; it's the law. It's an it's assumption. See that. So I wouldn't be scared of actually falling. I would be terrified of the prospect of falling. I believe once I'm already mid fall, I'm like, all right, this is not going to end well. <laughs> yeah. All right, I did almost die this morning from falling. So when you have a three step step stool that takes you about four feet off the ground, it's not smart to try to tease your wife by leaning three foot forward on it to like poker in the ear when she's not paying attention i did that and all she hears oh shit because it started to tip have you ever seen like the videos of guys riding their bikes right on the edge of a cliff yeah they're stupid yeah that gives me anxiety to watch that <laughs> cello is the same way we had the the little playstation vr thing and they had this thing where uh, it was like slack rope walking across some canyon was it a movie or you were doing it well, you put on the VR thing, and yeah. it's like you're walking across. Well, that's what I'm saying. It was like a video game you were doing it, or it was like an actual video of someone else doing it. You watched the video person. somewhere. Okay. Because there's the games where you actually just try to do it yourself with the VR. Like, I have the Oculus one, and you're trying to actually balance in your freaking living room to do this. And well, it's, we ha- it's yeah, pretty we- funny when you watch people, because it's not somebody else doing it. They're doing the walking, and they start to fall, and they're trying to catch themselves. We have the... Uh- can it's, you grab the rope on the way? Look out! <laughs> we have you a, always miss. You always miss. Jokes on them. The Everest climbing Everest thing for the VR. That's too much work. And cello, yeah, because you're like climbing up. What is it called? The Lotsi face with the ice mm-hmm. and stuff. And you're using is the that. Ice what it's axe. called, or you don't know? No, I was just saying mm-hmm, to his yeah. story. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's continue. exactly what it's called. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> just making sure we're you on can, the same you know, page. You, with the VR. You look around and you look down. Yeah, it's. She didn't like Do they that. have the frozen bodies that they supposedly use for, for no. markers on the way <laughs> they up? They remove those. <laughs> it's a yeah. PG game. We don't want you to know how far you are from the summit. And speaking of that, that's bathmophobia, which is a fear of stairs or steep slopes. Bathmophobia. Again, like, there's too many questions I have for phobias. Like, what, what part of the psychological process does that phobia start? It's like, it's like they took all that... Uh, the hallucinogen. They had some crowd control gas put in them. LSD. BZ. Uh, BZ and all the other ones that they've done LSD. And they got on that first step. It's like, I can't get down. They come off the high. It's like, I'm never doing stairs again. That's where it started. Just those guys that survived. Seems right. I see no flaws in your laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And then now it's genetic. Now they're, now they're all bathophobic. Now it's genetic. <laughs> then you have bibliophobia. Fear of Bibles. I would think that that would feel of books. I would there you it. go. Fear of yeah. books. Got it. Biblioteca. I <laughs> four years of freshman Spanish. <laughs> four years of freshman Spanish. And now, I took Spanish one four times. And now the severe beating of a high school Spanish teacher. I do this because I love you. Oh, have- so I wanted to ask a question real quick. 
just randomly. <laughs> incest. You guys for against? I'm incestophobic. You're so cessed, you're incest. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in a real big hurry for it. Kind of weird question is that, John? <laughs> I know. Like, out of I thought of it on the way here. Listen, and I'm like, e- even if I was for it, cons. there's no way I would go out <laughs> in public saying that. I'm just saying. And now back to our like, regularly scheduled programming. Buck, it sounds like you might be for it. You're like, even if I was, I wouldn't say it. <laughs> right, guys? It's like uh, Am I right? <laughs> apocalypse <laughs> now. I can neither confirm nor deny. Can I plead the fifth such... without looking guilty? Um, no. It popped in my head here on the way here. I'm like, that's going to be a weird ass question to ask. It was organically. It came up, right? No, it did not. Yeah, you beat up a librarian that spoke Spanish. No Spanish teacher. Never mind. Not a librarian. Actually, I was <laughs> quoting a CD. I know you're. I know we're put out by Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Yeah. Oh, no, I remember that. that's why we both start with oi. Mine was more of an was, appropriate oi coitus noise. Hey, puppy. Chrome, chrome, chronophobia. Chronophobia. Fear of clocks. Fear of time. Time. I was close. I have that every Monday morning. Yeah. Because I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the old man gene in me kicking in. Mm-hmm. Then I wake up like 15, 20 minutes before my alarm every day. Do you wear old man jeans when you do it? No, I wear the you know, mom jeans. Yeah. Those are Wait. so high and your butt looks so frumpy. <laughs> I don't think mom that's the jeans that cause that. I also <laughs> wake up. For, I used to not be able to wake up at all when my alarm went off. Like when I was a kid, I would hit sn- I was late to work many times when I was a kid, pre army days. Uh, but now I do wake up before my alarm goes off most of the time. I, I hate that. See, I'm the opposite. I can sleep anywhere, and my body says, don't wake up ever. Maybe it's your subconscious mind just telling you, just let it go. Just give up already. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's why I take medicine. It, it supposedly helps keep me awake. Kind of. It's like, here's your medicine. So you don't. I actually thought of that. I'm like, maybe my body's just so wrecked. It's like, it's in die. Room. It's just telling me to die. And I'm just too stubborn to let it do that. It's don't die a phobia. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. The fear of death. Cyberphobia. Computers or the internet? Yes. Fear of computers and technology. See, I want to meet somebody that's like this. Like, what is their fear? I saw Lawnmower Man, and I'm afraid it'll suck me in, which I don't remember if that's a premise behind Lawnmower Man because it's been a long time. But So you're just making some shit up. Which is what I do. I know. But yeah, like, just being around some of these people, I have the phobias. Like, um, Howie Mandel, right? We talked about that last time, how he has his own house. I'm sure he does have his own house. No, like, so he has he has his normal. I think we talked about last time, didn't no, we? No, we didn't. I forget who I talked about. So Your being friends. rich is amazing, apparently. So he has the house that his family lives in, and he hangs out there to be with his family. But when he goes to sleep or actually does his normal routines, he has a guest house he does all that in. So he lives in a guest house because it's got the hospital grade purification uv sterilizer stuff so he doesn't have to be around any germs and when he feels like he's comfortable enough to expose himself to disgusting humans he goes back and it's like hey family and then goes take his shower every time i guess where did you read this i don't know yeah it's true though (laughs) here's a good one dendrophobia the fear of dandruff Rhododendrons, obviously. <laughs> obviously. It's That'd a be- fear of trees. Ooh, you were close. Yes, because flowers yeah, clearly closely resemble trees. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, well, I was, they're both deciduous. Let's talk about dogwood trees. So, Well, rhododendrons are still deciduous. 
or domatophobia, which is a fear of houses. Mm, that would suck. That would. I guess that's out lots of homeless people every year. Well, do they live in apartments then? Does that count as a house? Darren, we need more information. What did you say was the houseophobic one? Dendrophobia. Domatophobia. Domatophobia. I am domatophilic. I very much like my house. <laughs> Philic. I like how you added the phallic part. Philic. Yeah. I like yeah. penis houses. Well, file, right? File right, Philic. I'm going to have you read this one that means fear of accidents. We go back to the toe stubbing thing. Fear of accidents. Fear, because fear of I know children. I'm going I'm I'm to butcher this. <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to think of how scared I am for my mom to tell me that. Fear of accidents. Hmm. Distictophobia. Is that it? Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> Distichophobia. Distichophobia. Is that it? Are you sure? So, yeah. Distichophobia, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. man, that just years. reminded me of, Distich- well, not reminded me, but inspired a really funny joke for Josh. Um. <laughs> Distichophobia. Extra cis in there, you hear it? But the Distichophobia. I could take that. Judges. I think it's distick. Oh, see, this is a good one. <laughs> Josh is afraid of distick. Cholero- cholerophobia. You should have said that one. Cholerophobia? No. Cholerophobia. The fear of clowns. Yeah. A lot of people have that. I suspect mostly it becomes it comes from it, I would think. Where it's at. I don't know. Clowns are just creepy regardless of the inside. When I was a kid, so when uh, each one of my, the brothers and sisters I have, we collected something different, but I didn't get to choose and I collected clowns. So I had all sorts of clowns up, but then we became homeless. So all of it got lost anyway. So it didn't really matter. Very John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. I had like clown light switches and stuff like that through my room, but I did not choose it. I have a sister that collected bells another sister that collected music boxes. Uh, probably none of their stuff survived the tents either. <laughs> I I am loving some of these phobias. Mm-hmm. They're hilarious. Uh, chromophobia, the fear of colors. Yeah, that makes sense actually. No, it does, but that's got to be a hilarious fear. Watching somebody just pull out a bottle of paint and be like, "Oh my god, look out!" I suppose that could happen when, you, like, you know, those chromatic glasses that people can put on so they're colorblind their whole life, and then they put on the glasses, and some people weep. I would imagine that some people could be terrified of that. Like, oh my god, it's so scary that I put these glasses on. I'll stop stealing your your thunder there, Darren. That's right. But there is one more on there. It's really funny. I didn't actually read what the name was, but it's the fear of knees. Oh my gosh, knophobia. F by phobia. F by phobia. Fear of teenagers. Yeah, I, I can see that one. They're a whole different different kind of rowdy nowadays. Yeah, when I'm an old guy, I'm definitely going to be afraid of I've seen them walking up and doing those like what what are those yeah, like punch if, challenges where they yeah. like punch an old dude in the temple. Yeah. They if, killed one guy. Yeah. I saw some video of old yeah. dude got hit with a cinder block. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I know right? Yeah. Did he deserve it? I don't Yeah, he was walking on the sidewalk. He, you know, he <laughs> he fought World War 2, yeah, obviously. It was he probably did. a Japanese guy through the center block at him. <laughs> this Hiroshima. is for the Enola gay. <laughs> is that homophobic? The Enola gay? That was the aircraft from which the fat man and the little boy were both dropped on Hiroshima mm. and Nagasaki. Mm. Yeah, that family took it hard. 
that family, like that, that one family. Yeah, I think that was the that nation man, with the fat man and the little boy. That family they sacrificed the most. Great story. That wasn't a story. What is the uh, fear of storytelling? I think Josh has that one. We have what was no. It's not a fear of. It's just glossophobia, terrible. which is the fear, fear of, of public speaking. speaking. Public, yeah, nailed it. Glossophobia. Glossophobia. Mm, I figured that was going to be like yeah, a fear of sense. magazines or something. No, it makes sense. Claustrophobia absolutely makes sense. Okay. Enlighten us. Oh, I have no I idea. I can't believe I said I have that. no idea. You just had <laughs> to look to at say, the sheet. Yeah, I did. I looked at the sheet beforehand. Then I saw have, fear of knees, and then that was on there also. There are a lot of people that are glossophobic. Lots of people are scared of speaking in front of other people. I'm not. I, could, I don't think it's a phobia, in. though. I think it's just they're nervous. Like the, the woman who sang for one of our award things, she did the national anthem. She was up there. She sang. Her voice was cracky and stuff. She did a great job, but she was just scared to do it, but not on the level where I'd call it a phobia. Well, I don't think that you, not everything is necessarily a concrete one or the other, right? I think it is. You can still be afraid of something <laughs> and not be have... terrified of something, right? There are different levels of terrified, scared, different intimidated, level, <laughs> different levels right? of crapping yourself, right? So there, like all sorts of different things. There's, it's not that not every single word has both a synonym and an antonym, right? There are degrees. There are also indifferences to things. You can't, you're just, you, you don't just either like it or dislike it. There's different levels of something that would be fear. They're so different. I, I do. They're indifferent. Yes. I, I do generally think <laughs> that phobias are typically associated with people who have an irrational fear of something. Yes. That's I, what I'm looking at. But that doesn't mean that. I mean, there are some people that are legitimately terrified of speaking in public. Some people just have anxiety about it and can get beyond it. Some people are a little nervous at first. What have you ever heard of half a half a phobia? Is that a fear of beer? No, I was just thinking of hefeweizen. Hefe phobia. Is it a fear of cows? It's a fear of touch. Hmm. I wonder if that is specific. Like, if you, I bet you could have subcategories of touching fear, like touching the slimy stuff in the bottom of the sink, having a fear of like putting your hand down on the garbage disposal to touch the nastiness. It's. Well, I think there. that's a fear. Yeah, of I, th- I think it's the fear of horror my wife movies. It on. The, yeah, it's like, oh hey, will you will you get this? My watch is stuck in there. Yeah, I got that. Damn it, the spoon's in there again. <laughs> I hey, think it's a fear of hand- touching my fingertips yeah. at like 1,800 RPMs. <laughs> yeah, I can touch all of them at the same time with my palm right now. So, yeah. So, basically, fear is normal. It's a response that we have to pain. Uh, situations that could be harmful is the idea. Uh, the phobia kicks in when it actually affects how you live your life. So, like agoraphobic. So, you it's get, not necessarily something that's rational or irrational. It could be very rational, but it affects the way you live your life. Yeah. So, then would I not be phobic of everything? So, then I guess I am crash in a car phobic because I certainly <laughs> avoid car crashes yeah. at all costs. Well, <laughs> it affects how I live my well, life. Well, again, it depends on how you break it down. Is it the crash? Is it the cost that's financial? Is it the pain? Is all it of the those. death? All so of those. It's True. not so much that you're afraid of crashing your car. It's a fear of all the outcomes that the come recipro- that. okay so i am afraid of outcomes of, of bad of negative recourse yes yeah negative I, repercussions i am terrified what is what is the, i think the i fear think most everyone is though yes. what's the fear of bad things happening you know that everyone has okay 
who wants to take a stab at, at pronouncing the fear of long words? Me. I hope it's a really short word. It is. Which one is it? Fear of multisyllabic phobia. Fear of home. Look towards the bottom insects, of the page. Insects, doctors, illness. Oh, there we go. It's a hippopotamonstrosity. <laughs> Was there a niner in there? Were you coming no. from a walkie-talkie? So, hippopotamonstrosis quid pedileophobia. Quid pro quo. Literally, the word hippopotamus is in there. Hip-hop? Hip-hop anonymous? So is monstrous. Hippopotamonstrous. And then you got to the same part I did. I'm like, whoa, that's a Q-U in there. I couldn't get ready for that. Kippadeliophobia. Yeah, I said it right. You didn't. Well, I think you said kippadeliophobia. I don't know. Hippopotamonstrous is kippadeliophobia. That's a hard transition. Yeah, that was a hippopotamonstrosity. I will say. Where's Mary Poppins when you need her? I will say that the doctor... Who came up with this? Because no doubt this was some type of medical. He condition. was watching. I uh, love this. He was watching the irony. Daddy. Yeah, he is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's good though. I like it. So, what should we call the fear of long words? I got this one. I think that's even longer than anti-disestablishmentarianism. I don't think so. I don't think it is either. Here, we count the letters for me. No, <laughs> I, I, I like that. I mean, I feel like monstrous kippodialophobia was good enough, but he was like, "Yeah, let's add a hippo at the beginning." Hippo be a lot of monstrosities. Because <laughs> everybody's scared of hippos. Right. Man, they are mean too. Maybe some guys were fighting over. It. No, it should be the hippo is a massive animal. It should be a hippo monstrophobia. <laughs> so no, it should be the monstrophobia one because it's a big word, right? Yeah, it was two guys were fighting over it. Yeah, they they agreed. And then yeah. Bill came in with a hippo to get his hair cut. But no, uh, so I find it funny though. Back to animals, like we did before. <laughs> Throwback Sunday, no Monday, but in the. Not the Jungle Book. Jumanji, the new Jumanji, the way those hippos attack them, that is straight up how they do it in real life. Not in the zoo, obviously. They do it in video games? I'm confused. It's in a video game. That's the only place it's hippos a movie. can attack you? No, that, the way they attacked <laughs> and how violent and how fast they are, people don't realize. That's a, like you go up to the edge of water. It's like, look how cool they are. Then you're dead. Yeah, no, I, I have seen them annihilate marbles before. Annihilate. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Always the orange one, though. For whatever reason, that board leans toward the orange one. It's gravity. He's the hungriest. Gobbles them all up. He's a marbivore for sure. A marbivore. I like it. Here's a good one. Coumpaunophobia. Oh, the fear of cool runnings. I love that. That's my favorite kind of chicken. <laughs> chicken. It's the fear of buttons. Yeah. Mm. The fear of. See, there's, I got so many questions. That That's doesn't. I don't feel like that would be something you seriously have to avoid. Buttons? Yeah, I don't think you'd really have to change your entire lifestyle to avoid buttons. Well, what I if it's like an some, obsessive compulsive disorder? Well, that's what all phobias are. I don't think so. It's literally. No, it's, if it you have to rearrange you your entire life. life to avoid these, which is basically what a phobia is, you, it affects the way you live your life. That's kind of what obsessive compulsive does. I think the weather affects the way I live my life. Well, it's then true. you're obsessive compulsive over the weather. I don't think so. And also, this would. Well, this, you wouldn't. This, crazy people don't know they're crazy, Darren. <laughs> Some section is crazy. <laughs> this could really cause it. Like you said, like, oh, this, you, you wouldn't really have to rearrange your life. In some instances, you would. Such as, like, Amish. If you were an elevator operator. Amish people aren't allowed to use, like, 
zippers or anything. They're only allowed to use buttons to fasten clothing together. So that would be terrifying. He'd have to sew up his britches every day. That'd be a pain in the balls. <laughs> Velcro, baby. Velcro. So I'm thinking right now, though. Are yeah, you? That's horrible. Yeah. Let me work it out real What's quick. What's the phobia for that? Let me work it out, guys. And I'm working it a out. Joshua think a phobia. I've got that. <laughs> Joshua phobic. Uh, I got the palsy, guys. Brain freeze. <laughs> no, I'm just curious on a couple of things. One, what is the situation that this person went through that gave him this fear of buttons? It might be no situation. I just was born that way, right? No, that's if you're gay or not. I don't think I don't that's think correct. Right. Wait, you're not born gay? I don't know. I'll just I'll just bait you guys in this conversation. I don't, I don't know anything about that. I, I'm not gay. I totally like chicks. Are you sure? Well, just one. I love you, baby. <laughs> Welcome home. Throw that shit out there. She doesn't listen. It's yeah. Cool. Josh is too vulgar. But no. So there's that, and then it goes back to I've heard uh, people argue that all fears are learned. Like no one's afraid of anything when they're born, and I'm like, I don't think that's true. Because the person who is terrified of cobras or some crazy thing like that, I've never owned a cobra, so why would my kids be terrified of them? The History Channel? Like it's Animal a, Planet? A fear of hot air balloons. If you've never been in one, why the heck are you afraid of it? Maybe it's because, actually, maybe the reason I'm full, afraid of heights of, of like unstable platforms, I fell out of a tree when I was a kid, smashed my head on a concrete pad. Was a it a kid unstable? named Leland pushed me out of the tree because he was a bastard? Yeah, I'm talking to you, Leland Fiddler in McMinnville, Oregon. I think, I think <laughs> my like fear would a little pent up. Yeah, I don't think my I fear remember him. <laughs> my fear wouldn't be from the falling out of a tree. It'd be a fear of people named Leland. No, I am afraid of kids named Alejandro on roofs, though. Yeah. That's terrifying. I thought he was in a tree. He climbed from the tree onto the roof. Oh, you left that part out. No, no he didn't. didn't. He talked about it. I didn't pay full attention to anything you guys say. That's that's a good call. Thank you. <laughs> that makes the conversation new all over again. It, every single time. It's like, wait, what? People that, like the seven people that listen know more about my life than you do, Josh. <laughs> I just like to be surprised always. And I am. Let's see what else we got here. My son. Uh, I don't think he's graduated to phobias yet. But he is. We're working on it. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's making great of, progress. He's yeah. almost waterboardophobic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going to show him. He's he's afraid of being buried alive as of right now. God, that took a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> hurt my back digging that hole. But, next to Steve. Yeah, right now. Steve's in his own spot. Right now, we're just. That's why I said next to Steve. Oh, no, no. Not next to him. I don't want to disturb Steve unless he's going to have a friend for a while. Not just a test the waters kind of thing. But no, um, so he is nine years old and he, whenever he's falling asleep, you know, you have that, that knee jerk reaction to falling and all those different things and your brain runs mm-hmm. like you're, I don't know, you're trying to catch up with all the day's thoughts. So you get some sort of flash and he always wakes up terrified. It's like, what scared you, buddy? He's like, I saw something on TV like two years ago and I just remembered it. And it's terrifying. I'm scared. Stuff like that. And then, there's the one where I went in there. He's like, I'm so scared. I had a dream that both you and mommy died and I was left all alone. I'm like, buddy, that's not going to happen. But if it does, I'll make sure you die with us. <laughs> Solved that one. So was he comforted? Yeah. Oh, thanks, dad. Yeah, he went right to sleep. It was awesome. 
Wow. That's that's all I have to say about it. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it sounds like you threatened to double murder suicide. <laughs> I know, right? The other kids aren't worried about being left alone, so they're they're okay. Yeah, just him. It's like, all right, you're coming with us if something happens. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like it's like that car crash is coming, unbuckle the seatbelt quick. But no, is it I thought that was very funny, and I'm not making that up. I actually said that to him. But yeah, he went right to sleep. It was perfect. And then like a month later or something like that, the wife told him, good night, don't let the bed bugs bite. And he stopped her and goes, mom, you just ruined my life. (laughs) It's like, yeah, why not be terrified of small bugs eating you in your sleep? Yeah, what's up? Every, it happens to everybody, bugs. obviously. Who hasn't lived in a roach yeah. motel with bed bugs? I mean, cooties, wow. man. Oh, my My daughter. Uh, Saint did she get Sophia, cooties? She did. She still has them. Oh, my God. She, did you give her the shot? No, not yet. Man, you got to teach her that circle, circle, dot, dot shit. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so uh, what? That's the only way. You, it's like it almost cures you from the plague, too. So one uh, she woke up in the middle of the night, like screaming, and there were these like red dots all over her that that came to like a like a little pustulous head. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this must be bed bugs. And we took her out of the bed and everything was calm. She was cool and everything. And then we wound up putting her back in there. And then she had Same bed. a similar reaction. And so then I was lit- I was like ready to throw the mattress out. But I'm like, I'm not getting bitten. And I was looking for how to fix bed bugs and all this stuff. And I was like, I don't know what's going on here, but clearly her bed needs to go. So I was going to just throw it out the window. She has and, an allergy. And Leslie like calmed me down. Yeah. Uh, so all of my kids, everybody who has kids has gone through a bout of pink eye that ravages all of the children at the same time. She was uh, allergic to the drops. So we had to get paste to rub into her eyes. Oh, so she had pink eye at the same time? Yeah, but we didn't. Con- I didn't connect those dots. My much more intelligent wife was able to be like, "Nah, I think this might be something else because I'm not getting bitten." I didn't see it that way. I was like, "No, nah, it's got to be her bed." Ah, throw it out the window. <laughs> yeah. how, how very Homer Simpsonish of you. <laughs> I'm just thinking. It's like, turns out she was allergic to. How drops. could there be a circumstance that in no way could affect this? That is so obvious that it's the reason. It's like, hey, you have pink eye now. You have a rash. Burn the house down. We have bugs. (laughs) Nobody else had that, though. See, three other kids were getting the drops, and they were fine. Yeah. That's kind of how allergies work. Then we busted out the paste. Yeah. Like, my oldest has, which is pretty cool. This is funny. Well, not for him. He has one of the most severe allergies to penicillin that the first time he was given it as a medicine that the doctors have ever seen. He basically turned purple. That's awesome. Yeah, I took him in. Did you tell him, Violet, you're turning Violet, Violet? (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Well, because I forget what we we took him in for. And they're like, all right, sometimes there's a reaction to medicine when they're this young. Uh, This is what you're looking for. If it gets worse than that, give us a call. So the wife called. She's like, all right, he's breaking out a little bit. And they're like, all right, well, it should be good for a couple days. She sent me a picture. I'm like, that's not a little bit there, Liz. Literally, he was polka dotted with purple. Not like, oh, look, those are a little discolored. Like, on that bottle right there with the, the wipes, purple dots. And they slowly took over his entire body. Just so everybody knows, Josh was pointing at something that was roughly chartreuse. <laughs> I was told chartreuse the other day was like a yellow green. Is that true? I don't even know. I think so. I'm not sure. I don't know my colors. I don't like to admit Josh is right. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> people are apparently are completely wrong on chartreuse all the time. I have no idea. I don't actually know. I know pink, yeah. blue, purple. I know the normals. Yeah. I, I got know, primaries I know, down. The Crayola 12-pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know Roy G. Biv. I had to think about what you just said, but yeah, I got you. But yeah, so 
by the time they're like, by the time the nurses actually listened to what I was saying, they're like, all right, you should probably bring them in. I brought them in like, Oh my God. <laughs> so here's who give him a shot of Benadryl, have him take this medicine instead. And I was talking to him like, all right, so I'm assuming he has an allergy to pedicil. And they're like, Oh yeah, we've never seen one like this. And basically make sure he never gets it again. So he gets, if he ever goes in the army, he gets to wear the red dog tag yep. and doesn't have to get that nasty the peanut butter shot. shot. Yeah. Yeah, so if he does, he turns into Grimace, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the taste bud. Oh, my God. That's so weird still. Why would you think that's a good idea for a mascot? There was a whole lot of stuff that was going on. The Hamburglar. Yeah, that made sense. That's funny. Yeah. In today's world, I couldn't go. I mean, you can't have a Hamburglar. Well, you just can't have the black and white stripes. Because that you know, gives a negative connotation to prisoners. So, so they just do pink like the prisoners for Joe Arpaio out in... Yeah. Phoenix. <laughs> Put chains around them, make them work in the sun, you know, to pay their debt to society. So I have to say, if somebody's in prison for jaywalking, maybe not the most appropriate punishment, but, you know, you've murdered someone, yeah, wear that chain and go work in the sun. I don't mind. Not 100% sure that people go to prison for jaywalking. I mean, I'm not a lawyer. Strike three. I mean, I guess it depends on the generation. People went to jail for, for asses and tubs or pickles that wouldn't bounce. I'm sure there was jail time for that. Maybe it was just a fine. I don't think they were fine with it. Yeah, that pickle wasn't fine. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you dropped the pickle, just smushes. That is not an edible pickle, sir. So, shall we go back to our phobias? All right. I'm scared. We have necrophobia. That is afraid, afraid of having sex with dead people? I think it's just afraid of dead people. Oh, yes, it's afraid of death or dead things. Oh. All right. Josh, you would be necrophilic. <laughs> is that a fear of sex with dead people? No, that is the enjoyment of dead people. They're delicious. I'm lipophilic. <laughs> I love me some lipids. <laughs> I don't think. It, I don't know. Yes, in biology, you I learn. I know what lipids are. Lipophilic. Yeah. But is it lipophobic? Does yeah. that make you afraid of lipids? It's not lip. It's lipo. Lipophilic or lipophobic? See, lipophilic makes me think that you're afraid of being skinny. Mm-mm. That's me. It means I like lipids, especially when there's like I cheddar have- and sour cream chips full of <laughs> lipids. Mm. So if I rub cheddar and sour cream on my lips, you'll like them? Mm-hmm. Mm. I especially like tri-lipids. Quick, put them mm. in my mouth. Sorry, Darren. I derailed us again. <laughs> that that Sorry, brings this, me to our next one, which this is whole, this whole obesophobia. A this whole thing's a train wreck anyway, so you can derail it all you want. Obesophobia. You're afraid I, of fat people? Afraid of gaining weight. Ah, I suffer from that. I don't have that. I don't either. I do. I don't. It's not a phobia yet. It's now, just a fear right now. Now, my heart and liver, they have it, but, but the rest of me, we're cool with it. I don't think your heart and liver really care. I think they're just along for the ride. And well, eventually, you're going to be like, man, I wish I took care of you guys. Nah. I guess that pound of bacon I ate for keto really didn't work out in the end. Guess I better eat another pound. Got a, got a, got a bunch of weight to lose. I figured as long as I take my, as long as I increase my body heat, all that grease from the bacon just helps lube the gears. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it'd work. Hey, it's true, man. I, I, I don't know. On the podcast, did I tell the story about when I was taking Ally? Oh, yeah. No, I don't know if you told us about when you shit your pants. No, yes, you did. All right, no, I don't know. End of story. I shit my pants. <laughs> I was part of Greece, Josh. There's so much. There's so much more to that story that takes it to a level that 
I can't even describe. <laughs> it was, I it just was don't enjoyable. remember. I just don't remember <laughs> if you told us on this or not. It was a funny. You've story. told me twice though already in the past, and it's fun every time. It is funny. You want to hear my story? Yes, I do. Tell me. All right. So, Ally is a drug that isolates lipids within your system and passes them through your body without you digesting them. Right. So, essentially, any grease that you do than eat, greased owl shit. Yes. <laughs> essentially, any any like fats that you eat are going to be absorbed by this ally and then pass through your entire system without your without your body absorbing those fats. So when you take it, you're supposed to eat a diet with low amounts of fat in it. I think that's all diets, but yeah. No, that's not. You just talked a second ago about I'm the kidding. Keto Keep going. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, you know, do you want to eat better? You should avoid fats, except for that one. Eat all the fats. So I was in New York, and so I was eating street food, naturally, not low in fat. Not so, actually off the street. And so it was me. And so it was my team and another team. We were doing a VIP for We were working the United Nations General Assembly, and there was also a canine guy in that room with his dog. We get it. You're fancy and special. <laughs> yeah. And so we were, we were in there, and we worked the night shift, and so we were laying that it was me and my team member on one bed and then my other team member with a different team leader on the other bed and we're just like hanging out dozing off whatever and uh and so i'm just sitting there i'm farting and they were those warm farts that like permeate you know you like you're like feeling them rising you know you're just like oh my gosh oh man that's gonna be good almost felt that one on my stomach that was a horrible (laughs) fart you know and i just kept busting them loose and busting them loose i wasn't thinking about it and uh and then all of a sudden i got in the i was like man i want some chinese food and it was like nine o'clock at night and i was like hey it's a city that never sleeps they got chinese food at nine at night so i went over and i grabbed a phone book because they still existed at the time and uh i went back to go sit down on the bed where i was before and there was this massive greenish brownish stain where i was sitting and uh, i was like oh my gosh and i was like hey sam sam he was the guy that was next to me i was like look and he he goes like oh and he rolled out of bed and smacked his head on the side uh like the the you forgot the fact that there was a canine dude in there too. oh we never saw him again that night he left and we didn't see him again at all the rest of the time we were there yeah i don't blame him like how bad did it smell like everybody's just like god buck smells terrible and they were just oblivious to the fact you were shitting all over everything in the room so it wasn't the worst because it was just going down into the bed well, yeah. <laughs> or more appropriately into the, 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 what do you call it? The comforter, the comforter. <laughs> it was just so, on top of the comforter. Yeah. Too. It was, yeah. Yeah. Cause we were, we were gay. We was one above and one below. Come on. So, uh, so I actually ultimately wound up picking up all those blankets. What, and so going you were above, he was below uh-huh. where you were basically secreting this terribleness sauteing into the layer of which he was under it was actually probably only about like a five inch diameter six inch diameter thing but so my wife happened I'm to just be visiting that right what you felt on your belly was actually the grease that came out of your Could butt be. it wasn't even actually a fart it was just you were full you're like a little kid with a diaper on yeah. <laughs> it just came all the way up it was leaking out everywhere and so my wife she was visiting as well she was staying in the hotel that i was supposed to be sleeping in uh and so she comes over. You ruined the bed. So she comes over. I was like, hey, could you bring me some pants and some underwear? And so she was like, okay. She comes over. She gives them to me. And then I was just going to throw away the pants. And she was like, no, 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 I'll wash them. And I was like, I don't think you should. And she yeah, yeah, I'll wash them for you. And so then I was like, all right. And what am I going to I was married less than a year at the time. So I take off my pants. I give them to her. She walks back over. And I don't, you know, I see her in the morning. I drop by, grab us a couple of bagels on the way. And I wake her up. And then we're going to go hit the city. And then she starts to tell me about her experience <laughs> and she was like it was horrible it was so disgusting i was like why did you watch you shouldn't have watched you should have just thrown away she's like i agree now but at this point i've already washed them 
And and I was like, yeah. So so what was it? She was like, you know how like when you are really like you're having a cold and you sit down and you have your nice steamy cup like your mug of water and you start dunking your tea bag and you like the aroma coming off. I was like, yeah. She's like, it does not work that way with shit on pants. <laughs> Uh, to start with, I feel like the water she was using was way too hot. If you have steam rolling off what you're going to stick shit into, probably a terrible start. Uh, B. I was cool with it. Yeah. B, <laughs> B, she, I thought you were going to say she had to get a priest. She doesn't love me anymore, I don't think. <laughs> that, that, pretty much that was the it. day she stopped. Yeah. She's like, I was unsure up to that point. So, After that, it's for the, for the money. I'm noticing the trend here with the whole... <laughs> Proposal thing uh-huh. and the fart there, the shitting yourself uh, happens in all romantic moments. <laughs> it's a tra- yeah, it is a trend. I just think though, like seriously, the comparison to a tea bag steaming and you're dipping it in there to get that aroma and stuff like that. And she's like, I just wonder. I'm going to make the hottest water ever. <laughs> Not realizing, well, I don't that think she was cozying up to the pants because <laughs> she was feeling ill. I think that's what caused her to. She feel has Ill. the world's biggest mug on the table, and she's like sitting there dunking it, trying to. Yeah, she, I, like she's now tea bagophobic, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking, like, all right, that's a whole other phobia. Yeah, I'm just thinking, there's a stain in this pair of pants. I'm gonna let it soak. I think she did. There yeah. is hot water. Yeah, there is a. I don't know what you would call that. A slick. Of fluid that was excreted from your beehole in these pants. Let's play Exxon Valdez. Yeah. I'm going to put this in the hottest water ever and move it up and down like a tea bag. So those pants. That way I can handle it as much as possible. Those pants for the rest of their existence had a small like stain in the region of my butt secretion. But they were they only lasted like three or four more wears, and then they tore right in that spot. I think yeah. they were defective. They yeah, were yeah. Defective. they had to be defective. It's not the fact you were excreting what could be known as acid from your butt into it. So, so basically, I, you were the fastest person ever on every slide you went down oh, after yeah. that. Oh yeah, for sure. It's like I, I sat down on metal slides. Like, I do have a question for Rick at this point, and that hey, Rick, do you still think that I should write a book about my prior stories? <laughs> I just wonder how long your wife as she's trying to get this stain out is, is she using a plunger right she, now and watching you clean the stain like, ah. no, she was wringing it yeah, she's was, thinking of what man, I hope metaphor I could I possibly brush. come up with to adequately describe how terrible I feel right now <laughs> obviously drinking tea is yes. the best way it, to go it, with how, how shitty the situation was in our home Teabagging has a vastly different terminology <laughs> yeah. and meaning than, than what you drink have, yeah. than a drink. Yeah. Or than balls in the mouth. So <laughs> that's what you call tea. Well, in my house, we call that potato sacking. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I hope there's not a race involved. Well, Buck is Irish. after all. Yeah. <laughs> Are you Irish? You have no idea. Yeah. Well, one of my testicles is very large and lumpy. So I was just. Potato, you should see potato a doctor. Sacking. You should see a doctor about that. Lumpy is not a thing. Is it true that there is always hope, Josh? Uh, this actually looks like an R. That's why I wear it because I think it's funny that way because it was terrible font. I read hope. Yes, no, it does say hope. Yes, no. He says that a lot. Do you ever notice that? Yes, yes no. no. Yes, no. So it's, I, it's a fact, but not a truth. So to me, it looks like it's a cursive H. Yes, but it's, or a non-cursive R. Yes. So but when I cursive. first saw it, I put the shirt on. I was like, what the hell? There's a, there's always rope. <laughs> Are they trying to get people to commit suicide? Well, that looked like an A. 
So, not at all. That does not I, look no, like an A at is, all. I was looking in a mirror, so you know everything's backwards. I think you're just backwards. True. Anyways, I put it on. I was like, oh, my God, there's always rape. What kind of walk am I going to? Because this was for juvenile muscular dystrophy. Turns out that's not what the shirt said. <laughs> I came completely unprepared for a medical issue. <laughs> you remind me of that commercial. And I was, was doing it? a walk for rape. With the Crap. sling. Oh, on my nuts? are you slingers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys want to see my underwear? I wore them today. Nope. <laughs> Damn, I had the burlap saps. Burlap saps. Burlap Damn it. <laughs> you were so close. Uh, next time up. I'm bringing the burlap saps. They live down the street. All right. But no, see. I got a name for your book, though. Shit happens. Well, I guess if I led this the book with that story or ended it. I feel like no matter... How it you is here. start or go to the end of the story your whole life, there's a lot of shit in there that was inconvenient to you and most likely others. Mm-hmm. Like when you... Somebody probably trade. I think I think Forrest Gump trademark shit happens. Or maybe it was the... Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, man, you just stepped in a big old pile of dog shit. It happens. <laughs> yeah. Shit does? Sometimes. Yeah. You have the best Gump voice ever. So in in response to your previous question about what's a phobia of phobias, it's phobophobia. That's not mine. That's phobophobia. Phobophobia. That is like the biggest let down for a name ever. Like literally they took my idea for that one. But, you know, the fear of dogs isn't dogophobia. Is it perrophobia? Yes, obviously. All phobias are Spanish. Sam Hainophobia. You're afraid of Sam Hain? Halloween. Oh. Yeah, I didn't guess I was, that. I was scared of everyone named Sam Hain. That's what I thought, too. <laughs> like, is he like a baseball player or something? Because it sounds like a baseball player. Scoptophobia. Scoptophobia? Scoptophobia. A, mm. a fear of endoscopies? The yeah. fear of cameras? Fear of being stared at. Mm. I want to meet that guy. How long can I do they, they also call those... Uh, Tweakers. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, scratching my neck over here looking at a guy that's looking at me. Ah! <laughs> the fear of Selena Gomez. That is fear of the moon. Selena phobia? Selena phobia. S E L E N O. No, I believe you. Phobia. I don't understand. Fear see what I'm saying? Moon. Phobia phobia ah, is the fear I hear of what phobias. you're saying. I don't see what you're saying. And then Selena phobia. That's here obviously comes the, the tide. I'm terrified. Maybe Selena phobia, the fear of IVs. The fear of selenium. Sure. Just saying, they're terrible names. I'm sure Rick could enlighten us of, with uh, the genealogy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when I catch you off guard with that. That, that word is from Scotland. <laughs> Here's a good one. Tripophobia. I I'm afraid of that as well. That stuff is I nasty. do not want a stomach stuffed with intestines and other things. It's actually a fear of holes. I guess it depends on the hole. <laughs> if it's an out hole, I'm afraid of it. it smells moist. <laughs> I don't think the moist smell is what would give me an aversion. Here's a good one: venustrophobia. Mm. Ooh, afraid of being suave. I was gonna say of planets. Fear of beautiful women. They're ter- oh, they are terrifying. Venus. Yeah. yeah, they are terrifying. So intimidating. Yeah. Uh, I guess the other half of people are homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> How about Wikiphobia? 
Fear of witches? It's not from Boston. A fear of wikiphobia. That's a wikiphobia. Oh, dog. (laughs) The best accent for that. You should do that for the rest of it for like two minutes. And just going to be silent for two minutes. Is that that people who are afraid of Wikipedia? Fear of witches. I was right the first time. Nice. And witchcraft. I guess I'm. Because they're Wiccans. We had, when I was in EOD school, there were a couple of Wiccans that. We're in my in one of the classes. They didn't make it all the way through. There can be only one. I think they were waking out of convenience. <laughs> there was a wickening. I love moisture wickening shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I when we got, I think it was what two thousand four. We're in Iraq, and those Under Armour shirts first got issued out. Like, man, these are great. Until you realize that yes, they wick the moisture away from your torso and direct it straight to your pants. So from like your waistband to your pants to your knees, it's just soaked with sweat. Ah, I got swamp ass. <laughs> it was terrible. I'm like, but my torso's dry. Wonderful. This guy get this gotta get that technology for the lower half too. Maybe it created some sort of issue with the semen count. I was that do with sweat and moisture uh, waking. Getting too hot, too moist. Get that ball rot going. So Automatonophobia. Automatonophobia. I think it's automaton. Yeah, nailed it. Automaton. That makes sense after you say it that way. (laughs) After you pronounce it correctly. How dare you (laughs) correct me with the right state speaking. Pronunciation? (laughs) Yeah, that's it. (laughs) I really couldn't come up with that word. That wasn't even faking it. I was like... It's the fear of human-like figures. And I kind of want to know if that goes for humans as well. Because I'm pretty human-like. Uh, so human-like, you might be convinced I'm human. So would that also... I've never is Bigfoot had that lumped confusion. in there? I, would you consider it human? I don't know. Is he human-like or is he ape-like? Or know. is that close enough that it doesn't matter? That's a good question. We're going to have to call the medical board at Stanford and find out. I think Dason and Kyler might be able to answer that. They might. They do. They do love Bigfoot. They is do. that is that close enough, Kyler Dason, to be called a Tom Tomophobia? <laughs> Tom Tom. I think we should. Wait I hate the, those GPSs. <laughs> I think we should just wait here for an answer. Uh, so claustrophobia, there's something like that. It's like, yeah, who wouldn't be afraid of confined space? I think you've just been put in a box that you can barely fit into. Mm. Not like you're sitting in a living room that's just a little bit smaller than average. Well, some people they would be claustrophobic in a living room, right? Or just something without windows or something. I could I could hang out in there. Well, I'd be afraid of the dark then. No. Are you afraid of the dark? That was a good show when I was a kid. I know. I'm going through it was so, on Nick at night. So <laughs> this is what's weird. So I did a, a psychological evaluation back in the day. Um, I failed, by the way. I didn't know you could fail an evaluation like that. Like, no, sir, you have failed. We will not be seeing you. I wasn't I wasn't aware that this was a pass-fail kind of test thing. I thought it was more like, you know, this is your psychology. <laughs> Here just, it is. Yeah. Who would have thought a, an evaluation had a pass requirement? Here's a package. No, I, Turns I figured out, there would be something to it. Like maybe, you know, these are your shortcomings or something, not just you fail. You are your psychology so, fails. You are so destroyed that we're not even going to give this a shot. <laughs> Basically, yeah. No counseling for you, sir. So it was ridiculous. So it's a thousand question uh, 
questionnaire. <laughs> you were going to say it, questionnaire. Um, and it's repetitive questions just asking different ways. Um, so I got that from hydrophobia, fear water, pretty obvious. So the first question would be, are you afraid of water? It's like, no, that's stupid. And that goes in. Eventually they get to, are you afraid of deep water? Oh yeah, it's terrifying. So what it shows when they do it is, all right, you're an idiot because we've asked if you're afraid of water. You weren't, but now you are by the end of the test. A lot happened during that test. You just don't (laughs) understand, but it's just kind of funny. So because for what I understand, as far as phobias go, if you're afraid of water, doesn't matter what the circumstance is, you're afraid of water. So I guess I have my hydrophobia because I go out of my way to not end up in the middle of the ocean. It's pretty easy to do, but I mean, I wouldn't say that really affects your life then considering the fact that you just don't go to the ocean. You're set. Well, I go to the ocean, just not the middle of it. I go out of my <laughs> way to not go to the middle of the ocean. Like if someone went, Hey, you want to go to the middle of the ocean? Nope. See, I went out of my way for it. <laughs> All righty. I think that pretty much wraps us up for today. That's what everyone should do. If you don't want kids. And don't forget to have your pets spayed or neutered. <laughs> but it's not pets anymore. It's friends. Oh, Bob Barker. He says, have your friends spayed or neutered. And whenever I I don't think that, my friends would appreciate that. I know, right? <laughs> whenever he starts saying that, I'm like, I don't feel like that's what he means. Because, I mean, do they want me to do it myself? Like, <laughs> just Bob go Barker, jump on them? Bob Barker says that? He used to. When he was doing the price, the price is right. He said, have your friends? Yeah, have your friends so spayed or neutered. So does Drew Carey say that now? I don't know. I've only seen a couple Maybe of Maybe he got Drew Carey. Man, you know what a good show with Drew Carey was? The, the Drew, Drew Carey, Carey show? show? Whose line is it anyways? <laughs> eh. That was good. It was Mainly because... decent. <laughs> Do you oh, like okay. the British version better? No, I like the, the Drew Carey version better. Because I was watching some of the best of. It's like things you would never want to see in the light of day. And then Colin just walked on screen and stood there. i loved it all right play us out darren all right thank you all for joining us for another episode and we hope to hear you hear from you in the near future we're still looking for some merch ideas we're We're looking for some ideas for topics um nobody's really reached out to us yeah darren doesn't know how podcasts work he doesn't realize this is one way so at pcast words on facebook at words words podcast facebook. on facebook yeah. <laughs> i don't remember any of them and anymore gmail is words pcast at gmail yep and then we have a twitter thing too i yep. already said that okay. he did words. yeah so make sure you you let us know in form of podcast <laughs> words i love you all equally and remember there's always hope rape <laughs> uh.